0: that Analaya will be guiding the metta meditation this afternoon at the 2.15 sitting rather than tomorrow morning as originally announced. <coughs> so today at 2.15 will be the metta meditation. This morning I'd like to offer just a slight variation on uh, Nalio's very effective instructions in terms of noticing when the hindrances are there and also noticing when they're not there, which I found uh, very illuminating and helpful in the practice actually become more aware of the wholesome states of mind, as well as the unwholesome ones. So this morning I'd like to refer to another line from one of the suttas, which appears frequently, and again which can be read either as a description of the mind or as an instruction. and. <clears throat> applying the teaching was an effective way of tuning in to a wholesome state of mind and to highlight those moments when it's not wholesome. So the line says when the mind is not clinging It is not agitated, and when it is not agitated, it personally attains Nibbāna. That's a very brief uh, highway to (coughs) Nibbāna. When the mind is not clinging, it is not agitated. When it is not agitated, it personally attains Nibbāna. So again, having read this many, many times, But at one point, I thought to actually observe that process. And so the first step was to actualize the mind that wasn't clinging. That's the first step when the mind is not clinging. And so a very uh, straightforward way settling into the mind of no-clinging is by highlighting in your practice the changing nature of experience so that instead of giving emphasis (coughs) to the specific object that's arising we just settle back a bit and aware of Whatever's arising, but in its changing nature. So we settle back and become more aware of the flow of phenomena. And so the flow of change becomes the greater f- focus of our attention rather than landing on the specific object. We settle back and are just watching the river of experience everything arising and passing and arising and passing and changing, and it's doing it all by itself. We simply have to settle the mind back and become aware of this flow of changes. When we're aware of this process of change, at that time the mind is not clinging to any specific object. It has released fixation on the object, has relaxed, has opened up into the flow of allowing things to arise and pass. So as you do that, you just settle back, very relaxed, it's really (coughs) increasingly a space of non-doing Because things are coming and going by themselves, we don't have to do anything to make them change. They're changing in their own nature. (coughs) So if we can settle into that space, being mindful of the flow of changes, at that point, turn your attention (coughs) to the quality of mind that's observing this and you will see that it is not agitated. Because it's neither fixated nor reactive to what's arising. It's simply aware of this river of change and we can have an immediate almost visceral experience of the mind that's not agitated, the peace of it, the stillness of it. And I found it very helpful in in just exploring and playing with this, that when I turned my mind back to the quality of non-agitation, it was as if there was uh, a delightful recognition Oh, yes, this is the mind that is not agitated. There's a kind of stillness, not the stillness of an absorption, but just the stillness, the non-agitatedness of the mind reaching out for or pushing against objects. And there really was a great quality of peace to it. So we turn back and just recognize, first, establish the mind that's not clinging through the awareness of the flow of changes, and then turning the mind, the mindfulness, to experience the mind that is not agitated, to really feel what it is like, knowing that it's out of that non-agitated mind. that we can personally attain Nibbāna, that's the ground, the still, peaceful ground out of which that kind of opening can take place. Conversely, we can use the same instruction In reverse, we can be practicing and when you notice that the mind is agitated in one way or another, let that be a feedback that's telling you the mind is clinging to something. Because if it weren't clinging, it wouldn't be agitated. So in those times when we feel disturbed in some way, instead of seeing it as a problem or getting into a fight with it, take that sense of struggle or agitation as feedback, as information, telling us, oh, the mind is clinging to, hooked on, reactive to something, what is it? Is it to a sensation? Is it to a sound? Is it to some kind of mental state? And in becoming aware of what it is we're clinging to, there's the possibility of letting go of that clinging, again open to the experience of the flow of changes, coming back, to that place of non-agitation, when there's no clinging, the mind is not agitated. And when not agitated, it personally attains Nibbana. So if it's of interest to you, you can play within this framework a little bit and just incorporate it, however useful, however it may be useful just in the course of whatever practice you've established for yourselves. There's one other (laughs) powerful teaching which can also lead us to the non-agitated mind. And this one comes, it's a verse in the Dhammapada, that I find tremendously powerful as I actually put it into practice. It says, let go of the past, let go of the future, let go of the present and pass over to the further shore. So we're all familiar, I think, with letting go of the past, letting go of the future. What does it mean to let go of the present? You might explore this, because sometimes in our effort to be present, which is an important strategy in our practice, be present rather than lost in the past and the future. But sometimes in doing that, there can be a kind of clinging to the present. We're holding on in some subtle way. In order to stay present, we cling to it, kind of like Velcro. So, letting go of the present, just using that as a reminder, can help free the mind, can help unstick the mind, even from the present. So, we're there, but unstick, which allows us then to settle back simply into the frictionless flow of changing phenomena. We're not sticking to the present. Seeing the flow of change, and that can be an even further refinement of non-clinging. When non-clinging, the mind is not agitated, so even less agitation. (coughs) When not agitated, we personally attain Nibbana. And all of this should be explored on the experiential level, not on the thought level. It's just to take these various suggestions (coughs) as instructions to work with or to play with, to explore in your practice. Let go of the past, let go of the future, let go of the present and cross over to the further shore.